Hello, listeners, and welcome to the very first episode of the Inspiring Worlds podcast. I am your host, Brad Abdul. Joining me today is the co-creator and writer of the popular podcast, King Falls AM, an audio drama that was recently featured on the New York Times. We have Kyle Brown today. How are you doing, man? I am doing great. I, I didn't realize this was the first ever episode. We are setting the bar Dude, the, low. The first. <laughs> no, we're setting it pretty high, man. This is this is nuts. <laughs> Everyone else is going to listen to this and be like, ah, I don't know if I want to do it now. <laughs> I, you know what? I doubt that's going to be the case. But thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate I, it. To thank you for joining me. Um, first and foremost, I, I gotta say, and I gotta gush a little bit, but interacting with you via voice is kind of a mind blow because i'm i'm talking to sammy stevens you know i'm talking talking to shotgun (laughs) yeah there's not a lot there's not a lot of difference between the two i you know what it's pretty wild and i love it um i was totally going to give you a shotgun but i decided not to (laughs) (laughs) you could have been the guy you could have been you could have been the the guy absolutely i could have been the guy i love how that guy still has no name um Anyway, so again, thank you for joining me here. Um, for the folks who are listening at home who may not be familiar uh, with you or your work, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about those things? You know, tell us who you are, what you do. For sure. So uh, I would be best known for uh, creating and writing, uh, co-creating and co-writing. Uh, well, co-creating and writing King Falls AM, uh, which is, again, a comedy fiction audio drama podcast. Um, we've been at it since 2015. We went on hiatus in Christmas of 2019. Um, so right at almost five years of, uh, of putting out content, 103 uh, scripted episodes. Um, and yeah, like you said, uh, you know, we were we were on the New York Times. Uh, we were like, podcasts to listen to, which was a huge, huge thing um, this year, which has been just a, uh, you know, a dumpster fire. Um, earlier this year, we were invited to Pod UK and we headlined that uh, over in February in uh, Birmingham, UK. And it was amazing. Like, so we've been stringing along together a nice a nice almost five years of wins and and, and some losses but uh, that's what we're talking about right talking about writing creating and, and all the ups and downs of it Absolutely. Um, and uh, kind of in our initial setup of this conversation, um, we talked about while, you know, you're best known for King Falls, um, we're, this isn't going to be a King Falls interview. Like, obviously, it's going to come up because it's part of your body of oh, work. Of course, and, of course. And it's, you know, definitely like, you know, what you're best known for is, uh, you know, as a writer, as an actor. Um, but this isn't going to be like a King Falls exclusive interview. It's going to be an interview with Kyle Brown, creator of King Falls. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course, of course. Um, but I mean, that being said, I think, you know, you and you know, King Falls, the, the name of it is, is going to draw a crowd that are going to have questions about it. So if it's OK with you, I just want to get the elephant out of the room. Um, I admittedly, I recently just binged King Falls. Um, you know, I mentioned to you again on Twitter, my a friend of mine, Melanie, suggested the podcast to me um, and I went through the whole thing in like... I'd say it was just under three weeks. Um, oh wow, that's a that's yeah, quick. yeah. I I I was addicted. Still am. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I'm feeling that that loss, that hiatus. Um, yeah, and you're, I know you're that, in it right now. Like it hasn't yeah. been months for you. You're in it. No, yeah. I'm like I'm just you know getting into it, and it it hurts me. I can't imagine how it's felt for people who have been following this thing for, you know, episode by episode. Um, yeah, there, so again, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of them who, who have been there since, like, let's say the third episode, and that's just mind-blowing to me. 
Yeah, no, and that's amazing. Honestly, you guys deserve it. But I mean, you know, like I said, elephant out of the uh, elephant, elephant out of the way. Um, can we expect King Falls to come back anytime soon? No, uh, unfortunately not. So when we went on hiatus, we needed a much, we needed a much needed break. Uh, writing episode 100 for me was it was usually writing isn't a task, and it was a task, and it was, it took about a month to get a usable draft out of me. Um, and I knew at that point, I'm like, this has to. We need a we need a long break. We'd only taken one hiatus before, so for the first three years, we had went just every 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 we released on the first and fifteenth of every month, and we never stopped. So when we when we did that, um, we took about a an eighth month break, an eight month break, and in that time we were pitching the TV sh- we were pitching a TV show. So there wasn't a lot of a break. Um, my partner uh, was going through a <laughs> some marital issues, so there wasn't a lot of break there either. Um, so the hiatus was a hiatus for the listeners, but the hiatus never started for us. So this was the first real break we had scheduled, and we were hoping to come back in October of 2020. Um, and then COVID happened and, you know, there's just, there's been a lot of other stuff other than COVID, but like there's, we just don't have any production scheduled currently, sadly. Now, is that a, um, obviously like, as you mentioned, schedules didn't quite line up, you know, the world kind of went to shit, um, and, you know, personal lives sort of obviously had their own hangups as well. Is that sort of a conscious decision of like King Falls may not come back at all, or is that just like, you know, state of the world, state of the team, like there's nothing scheduled and we can't really give a, you know, a yes or a no. Right. That, that's correct. I mean, we can give the no. I'm giving the no. Uh, unfortunately, I have to give the no on Twitter uh, quite a lot. But um, but yeah, we just don't know. See, I know, you know, podcasts can be recorded from anywhere. And that's one of the beautiful things about it. I, I've done I've done voice work on, on things from Montana and from the East Coast without ever even meeting any of these amazing creators or writers. Um, so it can be done remotely. But King Falls AM is not meant to be done remotely. Um, we, we all get in a room, you know, as many people as we can get in there and and that's why it's feeling alive and organic is because you you have the whole cast in there and you're bouncing off one another and it's not just what's scripted it's what you know these actors they know their characters so well that if they add something into it more than likely that that it's going to be better than what was written into it to begin with so it's something king falls am it's something that has to happen in room and unfortunately there's no there's no chance of being in room anytime soon and that's that's really interesting. I love hearing that you know the characters have you know they were they were written on paper. They were characters who you know had uh, during a drafting process. They had a backstory. They had a plot. They had you know relationships and things like that. But you know you guys, you're, the voice actors, the the team behind it have injected their own uh, their own take, their own personality, and everything to it to create this you know this dynamic new thing. And that's amazing to hear that you know and we get to hear it as listeners as well of how different um you know same stevens is from episode one to episode 103 um you know we hear that <laughs> well that's because and... i learned how to act a little bit before it was a <laughs> before it was a creator that had to do a job um just because we needed a body in that seat every week um and then i you know acting against the likes of noah james who plays ben arnold the star of the show um you learn a lot and if you don't learn a lot you're going to get swallowed up pretty quickly and that's that he's a very giving man and a very giving actor but like you know you see how talented he 
is. He is next level. He has that it factor. And if you don't try to keep up, you're going to get left behind. And that's the same with a lot of the characters or a lot of the actors in King Falls. Um, we're just so lucky to have an amazingly talented cast. And, if, and, and like I said, I'd acted in like a high school play or, or middle school play before that. Um, Was it Greased? I, <laughs> no, I wish it was. Um, I did push my high school to try to do Grease. I had to push them to try to do uh, Mr. Roberts, and they did neither. Um, but, uh, but you know, as somebody who's not an actor, who did not act, you have to be able to learn and to keep up um, because you will get left behind very quickly with the amazingly talented actors we have. Well, I, I think I can safely say, as you are, and not pandering in the least, but you are definitely my favorite character on the show. Um, you, you've done more than enough to, to hold your own there, so congrats on that. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. No worries. All right. So now that the elephant is out of the room, uh, we can move on to the actual stuff. Um, and again, some of it, like I said, will still be King Falls related. Um, of course. But- of course. I mean, kicking things off, you mentioned that obviously you you wrote the show or you co-wrote the show, um, co-created and produced and obviously starred in. Um, this has been going since 2015, but I, I remember listening to, um, I think it was a Be- uh, Beyond the Falls or... Uh, one one of those you know behind the scenes episodes where you you guys had said that um, you and was it you and Trent that had the idea um, back sort of like late 2013 early 2014 is that correct? Uh, Eric Eric uh, Kimmelton was my writing partner. And, right. Yes. Yeah. So I actually I sent him a <laughs> one night I just got um, you know I'm a big note taker I love notes especially on the cell phone and I couldn't get to sleep because I just got hit with this like this this idea for a horror podcast, like completely scary podcast. And, and, you know, it's interesting because my daughter had come up to me like three weeks beforehand and she's like, Hey, can I listen to this podcast insert popular podcast? And I'm like, I don't know what a podcast is. Cause when I listen to podcasts, it's like Mark Maron and Kevin Smith, it's interview podcasts. Yeah. So I'm like, let me do some research. I don't want to tell my 13 year old daughter to go listen to something that's terribly like explicit and horrible and not suited for 13 year olds. Insane nightmares from the Magnus archives. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So um, I, I had no idea that, that people were bringing back um, this basically radio plays. So I listened to three episodes of, of said podcast. And I told my daughter, I'm like, you can listen to it. And then it got the wheels turning. I'm like, oh, my God, like there's a world here where we can tell a story and not have to fundraise. The last thing that we had done beforehand, Eric and I, was a, a web series called In Development that we had to kickstart. And I mean, you know you raise like we, we were lucky enough to get it done and we raised like seven grand ten grand and we filmed three episodes and three shorts and we still needed more money you know what i mean and it's like okay filming is very hard when you're independent um especially when you don't own your own equipment and you're you're having to pay everyone you know because you, you always want to do it right um so it, it was very hard to say like what's our next thing going to be so we were just writing features and writing pilots and all that stuff and hoping for the best and I'm a big I'm a big proponent of you can make your own luck if you can make something yourself or you can do something yourself do it because that's the way you're going to get seen so I'm like okay I, I have this my, my daughter has instilled what a podcast can be to me now. It's a radio play. So now I've got this in my head and I just couldn't get to sleep. It's like three weeks later after that conversation. And 
and I'm, I'm thinking of a horror podcast. It's based like the, the, the anchor of it will be in a radio station, but the, the crazy horror, scary things will be all outside their world. And we only hear it from this perspective of through the radio station. And, and I wrote down a ton of notes. I, I stayed up to like four in the morning and then I, I, I send, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I very much love sleep. I will sleep in. I used to be able to sleep in whenever I could. Um, but I was like up an hour and a half before I needed to be. And I sent Eric a text. I'm like, dude, what do you think about doing a podcast? And he comes back with what's a podcast. And <laughs> so then we do another quick crash course. And, and then I send him the, the, you know, this basically this, this two pages of notes section that I, the, that I had come up with. And I had the name of it King falls AM because I love Stephen King. And again, I'm thinking completely horror at this point. Um, I had the name Sammy and Ben. So I had the two characters. I knew one would be super into everything that's going on. And one would be our, our ticket into the, the show. He'd be a non-believer. So we had the skeptic and we had someone who was critical or, or someone who, who bought into it completely. So you knew that the listeners would be the Sammy Stevens of it all. And they would be able to start buying into this town little by little, the more he bought into it. Um, and then I would say maybe a month into this, is like October, late October, early November of 2014, I'd say about a month into like actually putting pen to paper um, and, and getting ideas out. I was like, this can't be a horror podcast. Like I'm a comedy writer. You know what I mean? Like I, I like, I like some horror. I don't like a ton of horror, but I'm like, we need to write to what we know. And, and I know that it'll have more legs if we can be comedic and then also offer scares and also offer emotions. So that's kind of how it came about. So I'd say October, November, 2014. And then we, we hit the airwaves uh, May 1st, 2015. Wow. That is wild. And like from concept to then like a sort of renegotiating that concept to finding your crew and everything like that like that's a crazy turnaround um, well the crazy okay. part is the, the really crazy part is there's no crew i mean we, we were a two-man crew uh, eric and myself um you know i i wrote all the drafts and then we bounced drafts back and forth he did all the editing and he had to teach himself audio editing at that point um to which he, he became a i would say he's one of the best in the game um so he, he had to teach himself all that stuff and we did have we knew like like when ben started to come to life i knew we had worked with noah on that web series and i knew noah had to be that guy like if we couldn't get noah james to be ben arnold i don't know that we have a show and we also knew one other component which was cameron chambers who is a musical genius um and we worked with him on in development and if we couldn't get him i knew we didn't have a show so the fact that we had those pieces come together it's like okay well we can make the rest of this work you know yeah, definitely. And that's like, again, still, even with, you know, whatever, it may have been a skeleton crew, but still there was a lot of, there's still a lot of moving pieces to that. And again, turn around on that. That's, that's nuts. And you guys really knocked it out of the park. Like I, I remember listening to the first episode and immediately being hooked just because it was that level of like, you know, there's like a low level creep vibe to it, but it's also very you know bombastic and zany. And you, you still have these believable characters. Um, and again, kind of harking back to the, um, to Noah James, who again, shout out to him. He's, he's phenomenal at what he does. Um, 
and he and he just got better. That's the craziest thing. So if you listen to Beyond the Falls, which is our behind the scenes podcast on Patreon, um, we talk about how we Noah talks specifically about how he didn't have the character really down until like 11, 12, 13 episodes, and you can hear it just a little bit. But like just the fact that he's that good and still able to to do everything that needed to be done um, is such a testament to him and, and all the other actors as well. You know, we, we were all kind of just shooting in the dark and and we had agreed that you know uh, uh, Eric is very analytical mind and he's like okay well we need to set a timeline to where if this doesn't work where we pull out I'm like oh absolutely we don't know anything about podcasts so you know if we can't if we can't get the audience we're looking for in the first 12 episodes which would be six months of work or six months of releases um, we, we decided we, we would it was a failed experiment at that you know what I mean because you've got to be able to especially when you're independent you've got to be able to pull the plug and, and see when something isn't working and, and, and then go to the next project. <laughs> Insert the first and possibly last episode of the Inspiring Worlds podcast. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean that again. That's that's crazy, and like I know that um, you know you guys. It's not just your your main characters. Like everyone sort of voices one, two, three. I mean, there's I can't remember who it is. Is it um, again? Trent. Trent that that Trent. that voices like half the town. <laughs> Trent Shumway. I want to say at last count, um, you know, Trent was a guy that had worked with Eric um, in in their real day jobs, and he, he came on, and it was like, oh, he can do voices. I'm like, oh, great. We'll need somebody to fill out some of this town because at our point you know i always wanted to build a big world but you know with, with just using who you know which we happen to be in la so we knew a good amount of people but also you're asking your friends to work for free at this point just saying hey can you give us some time we'll feed you you know that sort of thing because there's no money out at this point um so finding somebody who wanted to do uh, who dug the writing and then who wanted to be more was was fantastic uh trent has, has grown to be one of my absolute best friends in the world um and but he it was always like he'd come in the room and he'd knock it out of the park and then he'd be like what else can i have what else can i get so at some point we were just like dude as long as it doesn't sound like anybody else and you can't hear like the same tone or same inflection or same dialect like let's roll with it and he ended up i want to say at last count 40 something and that's and, and that's probably not everybody Wow, seriously, and like there's some of Amazingly those like talented guy. Th there's some of those that I I wouldn't even like without putting in the research. I I you're right. Like I probably wouldn't have pegged them out. Like I know like HFB three and like Chet for example. Like I can see that <laughs> you know very very like silky smooth baritone like that kind of thing. But then there's right. there's other characters where I'm like really. <laughs> so I mean well, and, again, and that's not counting like a one off for like a commercial or something like that. That's like a reoccurring character that he would have taken care of. And I mean. You're looking at his main bread and butter, HFB3, uh, Herschel and Cecil, you know, Archie Simmons. You're looking at like a vast array of characters just in those. And those are all heavy hitters. Those guys are in rotation every three to four episodes, if not more. So, like, you're getting a I lot. I actually didn't, until you just said it, I didn't realize that Herschel and Cecil were the same voice actor. That's insane. <laughs> Dude, that it, is it, insane. Yeah, shout out to Trent. Trent is, uh, not only was it, was it an amazing find to get some 
somebody who liked the writing and who wanted to do more, but that also was a fantastic actor in his own right, and then could act in all those different voices and dialects and mind frames. And, and I mean, he ended up being like, you know, the shadows. Like you're, you're looking at somebody, and and I, we've been in the room with him where he flawlessly transitions from. I'm just talking about episode 100 spoilers, but like uh, transitions from Herschel to Cecil to to like the shadows and just going seamlessly in between and sometimes mixing them live through his just regular voice no like no digital craziness uh, needed like you're looking at somebody who can really bring it and and, and we were again another one of the crucial elements uh, at the time that we we didn't know we needed we knew we needed but we didn't know how we were going to get to it and he just came to us uh, and, and it wouldn't be the same show without him that's insane and like yeah hearing hearing again that that range and you know being able to know that you know it's it's one after the other after the other that's nuts so again shout out like that's crazy um touching back on the characters because as you mentioned um king falls has a a wide diverse cast of characters um and i know that you kind of touched on saying that you want to build sort of like a filled world um not initially, but you guys slowly found it. I don't know if that was sort of like a slow burn idea for you guys in the in the writing department or if it was, you know, something that just evolved with the show. But eventually you saw pieces of not only, you know, world issues like um you know, obviously like the 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 whole thing about Frickard and gaslighting, like that both infuriates me and I'm really glad that it also gets like, <laughs> you know, some sort of recognition. Um, but that and then obviously like your representation of the LGBTQ and you know, just that like there's a range of diversity and, and inclusiveness and even obviously like in kind of that that last season where you in, included that, you know, the guys uh, guys, gals, non binary pals, like that's that diversity built into the show and built into the characters was that something that you had planned from the outset or was that something that sort of evolved as you guys got more comfortable with the characters and who they are and what they did you know things like that you know i would say a lot of it was planned um we knew at episode three that sammy stevens was gay we knew that he was going to be searching for his, his love we just didn't know when that was all going to come about and we wanted to it was a very conscious decision of making sammy just someone who you either loved or you didn't love but then being gay was not his defining characteristic it was important and, and it made him who he is but you're not going to be able to judge Sammy Stevens on a, a single issue if you will um, so we knew that from the start and we knew that we wanted to be as kind and as inclusive and be an ally um, to, to the LGBTQ community um, very soon I do wish that we had done done so sooner um, I do uh, you know I can, I can tell you completely that uh, even though not LGBTQ this character Emily Potter, um, you know, I, I've been very public about the fact that I wish that Emily Potter had had more agency in the first two seasons, two and a half seasons. She really didn't start to get agency until we brought her back um, and inserted her into that very controversial gaslighting storyline. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I can say it was a fault of myself um, that that it was that she wasn't given more agency and that she was looked at as, I don't want to say a Mary Sue, but she was just, you know, that's the love interest, you know what I mean? Um, and, 
and and that was where it where it ended and, and I wasn't very proud of that so I, I, I was very vocal about not being proud of it and I, and I wanted to make those changes as soon as we could um, but but that goes back you know hindsight is 2020 and 2015 you know I'm a 35 year old or 34 year old uh, hetero straight white dude writing all these all these crazy characters if you will and all these all these crazy situations and I, I just knew that you know it was it was right for me to be an ally because I'm an ally in real life and it was also right to if I was going to have a microphone in front of my face or in front of the faces of all of our cast that we should use it for good you know so we're going to talk about things that like you know we talk about misogyny we talk about homophobia we talk about gaslighting we talk about abuse we talk about suicide and and I knew that you know if, if we were ever lucky enough to get popular enough to have a following whether it be a large following or a small following that you know I didn't want to be preachy about it but I've always been a subscriber to the idea that if I can make you laugh I can make you listen and if you can listen you can learn so always coming at it through comedy or you know building up the, the false pretenses or the safety of laughing and comedy and then hit you with a lesson and, and make you think hmm I didn't think like that before that's that's interesting to, hopefully to say the least um, but yeah we just you know we, we consciously wanted to make sure that we were doing right by the listeners and, and there's a lot of times where I wish we did more right um, you know and there's a lot of things that if I had those five years back that I would go back and change or institute things quicker um, but but yeah it's just I knew that you know we needed to be an ally yeah, and I mean, like, you know, five years back, that's, everything's always in, in the pursuit of progress, right? So, I mean, while going back five years and maybe instilling some of those things a little bit earlier on, you know, there's there's personal growth to that as well, right? So, I mean, that, that in and of itself, while behind the scenes, is still very, very important and still, you know, you can bring that, that forward to the next project or you know, even, exactly. fingers, each, fingers each, crossed, the next, you know, episode of King Falls, whatever it may be, right? Right, so each thing is going to inform form the next and you know when we took that hiatus after year three of going 75 episodes non-stop um you know we there's a lot of stuff that we learned in those first 75 episodes that we wanted to institute when we came back there's a lot of stuff that we learned in those first 75 episodes that we wanted to institute while we were pitching it as a tv show um you know there's there's just a if you're not growing and learning you're becoming stagnant and your job as a writer is to always grow and learn even if it's something that you you know that you're completely opposed to learn what you're opposed to so you can write the opposite side better um so it's our job as writers and creators to do that and that's you know that's kind of what we did where you see you know in the last season of king falls am you see guys gals and non-binary pals which was pitched to us years beforehand on tumblr and it was something that we knew like okay that's great that would fit in perfectly with what we want to do but when is the right time to do it it's just like the the lily Wright and jack Wright of it all um you you know the the King Falls Chronicles, which introduced Lily and Jack and uh, the other characters, that was written for our second year. And because we didn't have time to launch a completely new show while nonstop doing this show and nonstop living our regular lives and being husbands and me being a father and and trying to not go insane, um, we knew that had to be pushed back. And we needed we knew that we needed extra bodies to help uh, facilitate the King Falls Chronicles. But the K, the, the first KFC was written to be released in August of 2016 so that would have brought forth the the Sammy and Jack and Lily of it all uh, you know at least a year beforehand um, but it just it just didn't work out that way 
Yeah, so it's as much as it's inspiration and you know what, the, having the want and the and the drive to do something. It's also knowing when the right time is as well and what your limitations are you know how, how do we put that out there you know because um, the king falls chronicles was meant to be five separate episodes that intertwined of course but like five separate episodes when you're already spending at least if you're working 40 or 50 hours a week or more at your day job you're working at least that much on king falls am the writing the editing the you know the the doing the next the outlines for the next episodes the the tying things together like it was a non-stop job that never never ended and that wasn't a bad thing but also you had to know your limitations or you weren't going to be able to keep doing it yeah definitely and even like with the last king falls chronicles um you could really see that there was a there's a really big difference and i obviously i know that that's probably a a conscious decision to separate King Falls Chronicles as much from King Falls AM as you can to really diversify that world and make it feel like it's this this own genuine well, and podcast, and that, right? Yeah, that episode, yeah, the King Falls Chronicles three, where we hear about um, HFB 3s backstory, man, that was an undertaking. That that was written completely in hiatus um, because I knew that, like the number one, <laughs> number one as a writer, I, I you write what you know, but also don't talk out of your ass. You know, research what you're talking about and learning about you know having to go back to school basically and talking about learning about manifest destiny and the westward push the expansion of the americas that was something that i needed to take time and actually do research on so that i could make uh hfb3's character and backstory fit into what we always knew we wanted to do but to factually get it as correct as possible if that makes sense um definitely yeah. and it, it looks and sounds and feels very different but also it, it knits very nicely into the world that you guys have laid out for us you know season over season um and and gives it that level like that third episode it, you can tell the amount of work and dedication and research and scripting and rescripting and everything that goes into that because of how it's done and like the the depth that you guys go into it which is nuts and i can i can imagine you know doing something like king falls am where you've you know not i, I don't want to say that you've, you've gotten comfortable with it to that it's going to be an easier process but like you know right. who the characters are you know you know how they're going to react to each other you've built like that some lore yeah, you that, like something, you that world. Yeah, but something coming like completely from left wing, like um, you know the, the the Lily Wright podcast, and having that mesh, but also feel diverse enough. That that is a feat in of itself. Like that's crazy. I'm just I'm just amazingly proud of that episode and like I'm amazingly proud of every episode we've done but with that said like when on our discord or on twitter or what have you when somebody specifically mentions like man King Falls King Falls Chronicles 3 though I'm like yeah I like that that's when like the sense of pride is like okay you know there's a lot of times where I'm overly critical of the work that I do uh, or that I you know I don't buy into the hype and you shouldn't buy into the hype but, but like when I see somebody say like the King Falls Chronicles 3 like oh my god or h or hfb3 like does he get a redemption arc even just thinking about the atrocities hfb3 uh made happen and then to, to, to say that that arc that storyline meant so much and was so heartbreaking that he could possibly get a redemption storyline i don't want that but like just the fact that you're thinking of it means job well done um so uh, that one that one's one that I'll, I'll take everywhere um forever because it's just it, it was it was hard to do but it was so worth it to do 
so i mean talking in a general sense of like your writing and like your your craft and your library of works as a writer in general would you say that um chronicles 3 was probably one of your favorite projects that you've worked on Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I mean, end all be all, you know, no matter what happens 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, King Falls AM will always be, be so close to my heart because, you know, not, it taught me how to be a writer. It taught me that, you know, you can work with your best friends and have an amazing time while putting out something that actually matters to people, um, not just yourself. I mean, because obviously as a writer, you're writing for yourself. You're writing to see the story you want to see in the world that you haven't seen yet. Um, but it, the fact that it connects with people and that you get to work with people that you love working with and see them, at, you know, every other week or every week, um, that, that King Falls AM will always be the project for me. Um, but, but yeah, like King Falls Chronicles three, uh, episode 75, episode 44, episode 40, not to just ran these people that have never listened and have listened to me ramble for 20 minutes already are like, God, he's just now throwing numbers out, but like, <laughs> you know, uh, 68, uh, you know, these are all episode 100, episode 93. These are all episodes that stick out to me because of, you know, you see the behind the scenes that go on. You see the you see the recording that goes on. You see the writing that goes on. And it all comes together and you realize, wow, it's crazy that this was able to be pulled off with basically a two man team and a and a brilliant cast of actors, uh, you know, and of, of course, our composer, Cameron. But like the fact that, you know, we're able to put out what we put out, we're able to tell the story we want to tell on, on our terms um you know you, you can't beat that and if you if if, if i don't stay independent and I, and I do luck out and get you know they they, they tap me to, to write some marvel schlep um you know this will always still be my my thing i, I love king falls to the end that's amazing and it's it's really good to know that you you're right like i felt the same as a writer of you know you you write for yourself you want to you want to see these stories you know these stories aren't out there and you know you can be the one that brings it out right you have um, to be it's, it's absolutely it's our job it's it, it, you know don't just write what you think somebody else wants to see or hear write what you want to put out into the world what you need to see out into the world yeah and as a as a major point obviously like there's there's stories that you you want to see uh, from a personal level I, I find for myself those things always come as a like an amalgamation of um other things i've seen or read or listened to um you know sort of melting pot idea of media that i'm like these all, all these elements would be really cool um i now want to see this story like are there you mentioned earlier that you're you know big a big fan of uh, stephen king what what sort of other inspirations did you have um not even necessarily for king falls but like just for yourself of like as a creator well, you know, it's so funny because, like, I am just a pop culture fucking nerd. Um, maybe not so much the last few years. Like, TikTok has left me behind, that sort of thing. But, like, I just, I love pop culture. And I love little weird nuggets of information that don't matter to anybody except the select few that, like, like this one particular thing. And I'm not saying build a niche around that. But, like, that's the kind of stuff that I like. When I'm having conversations, I'm constantly throwing in, like, you know, a line from a movie that I loved or I'm talking you know talking in pop culture references is kind of my thing as a 90s kid um, 
but but yeah it's just like you know Stephen King to set the tone you know King Falls AM you know automatically you're thinking of like dark sinister like to me tall trees missed all the time it's a spooky type place but like you, you pull from so many different things like one of my favorite writers in the world is Kevin Smith and you, you guys can probably tell because I ramble on just like him um, but like to, to build a world like he did um, while there are greater movies out there greater films out there to build the uh, universe that he built and have everything interconnected was a big deal to me to be able to draw those those things back and to call back into things that you didn't expect um, you know but again just the pop culture references I would I would love to see like someone go through King Falls AM and just mark down every time there's a pop culture reference whether it be a big or small and just look and see like how much stuff was grifted or, or inserted into this this crazy ass story um, but yeah I just as a writer you know you observe number one and you feel number two or vice versa and then you just try to apply you know there, there are things that I needed to say to myself that, that came through King Falls there, there are faults that characters have you know there's a little bit of me in every single one of those characters and there are faults that those characters have that I needed to see addressed or needed to see it happening you know what I mean to really like just for myself to, to see like oh that's what people are dealing with or that's how I can get better from this um, you know I, I've been very very vocal about through uh, you know everything that you can find me on especially on our, our, our side show the make believe show um, which was a show about it was an experiment um, and it was the type of thing where we're going to do a set amount of this and if it works and finds an audience great if it doesn't it doesn't and it'll still be good and fun times um, but where we wanted to talk about positive things but also talk about shared experiences even though you and I have lived in completely geographical different areas and have different lives and have, have experienced different things there's a similarity to everything that we experience and I've been very vocal about uh, my father and abuse there and my dad had died in the right around the writing of 75 so Jack Wright's speech about loving yourself and and giving love and acceptance and no matter what your parents tell you that sort of thing that was something that I needed to hear personally myself <clears throat> and, and I needed to put that out into the world and I put it out into the world for me and it fit the storyline as it needed to but you know the fact that it meant so much to so many other people it goes back to show you that that shared experience of, of life is it, such a beautiful thing and that's part of the reason why King Falls AM works so much is the community behind it and the fact that we've all shared these things or we all know somebody who's going through these things and it's a very powerful thing that's amazing and yeah i mean you're you're absolutely correct like we as individuals as not even just you know common likenesses but as people and human beings we have all these different pieces that you know fit here and fit there and it's it's bringing those out that's really amazing that's i think exactly. that's why people gravitate to um, like you said, I think King Falls has done a fantastic job at that because it's so diverse. It's, there's so many elements that you know feed into it that create this world, but also resonate on a, a, a deeper level. A, a human level, you know what I mean? A, a human yeah. level. It, you, it's shared experiences. It's just knowing that, like, look... A paranormal comedy as a dime a dozen you know there was, there was a TV season when we were going to pitch TV where all these suits were trying to tell us to change this and change that because oh my gosh Fox has this and NBC has that <clears throat> excuse me and it's like well no like you don't get it the paranormal comedy aspect is great 
that's what that's what'll make you tune in for the first time or the first couple shows. But what's going to really make it matter is the fact that these are real people, real characters in a you know in an extraordinary world, and you're seeing like these little seeds of actual real life and organic moments and emotions that really truly matter, and you're seeing that uh, you know juxtaposed against this insane paranormal ridiculous world, and I think that's another one of the reasons why it works. Now, out of uh, and you, you raise an interesting point, actually. Um, you know, with your history, you said you've written for screen. Um, you've you know pitched a couple of different things, and then obviously King Falls happened. Um, if you know, looking at your the writing process from writing for screen to writing for an audio drama, um, one, you know, how how different is how different is that process? And two, if and you know, not to put my foot in my mouth, but if you were ever approached by someone to say, "Hey, King Falls is great," how would you feel about turning it into you know like a live action adaptation? Um, would, do you think that that writing style would translate well to a visual medium? Like I know it's obviously a very auditory thing, but you know, with tweaks, it, it you know it could. Um, oh. what, what's your take on that? For sure. So, um, number one, like the, the process for for writing, um, to me, it has to be. You have to start with the kernels of truth. You know what I mean? You have to start with what's real, and then build the, the craziness around it. Um, but with that said, from a strictly technical po- standpoint, you know, writing for writing for writing a screenplay, you know, you you know, you can't have it very. You know, you can't go past ninety pages, or if you do, you know, you ha- you got to you know one hundred and ten max, that sort of thing. So you're already limiting yourself and then you're also like you, you to me i end up we end up playing word tetris where we're trying to make lines shorter and just like make every word count because because you don't have you know you've got 90 pages to make this matter to make it work um so by limiting yourself yes you are creating something that, that could be amazing but me and i'm sure you can tell because i love to ramble and i love to talk building those worlds and building things that can keep going on and on and on was a lot easier um and and with that said from a strictly technical standpoint you know there's not a lot of crazy direction and writing the podcast you might have like we hear sirens here or the screeching of tires here but you're not going to write prose because nobody nobody's reading it to read it and we're just reading it to act it out and to build it build that world so it's much easier to write a podcast in, my, in the way i wrote it than to say write a, pi- a tv pilot or to write a feature film sc- uh, screenplay um but with that said in the pitching process you know we were we were we were pitching king falls am as a live action tv show um we originally wanted to do it as animated i'm a huge animation guy um you know by by the way the, the fate of the world uh, eric is related to animation royalty you know so we were thinking like oh this is an easy sell you know we can pitch this to fox pitch it to whomever and, and get king falls am as an animated show and then the the animation royalty um that, that eric and i started bringing into the the because it, it's out there but like kevin lima who directed a goofy movie and enchanted and tarzan and all these amazing Disney movies, um, you know, we pitched it to him as an animated show and said, we really want to do this because he was listening to King Falls and he used to give us like tips and pointers and he just loved listening to it, which was, you know, an honor. Um, but he would, he would say like, this isn't an animated show. Like this is live action guys. Like we can do this live action. And I'm like, Oh, well, yeah, he thinks it's going to be live action. It's going to be live action then. And we went through the 
growing pains of pitching it to everywhere around town, eight, nine, ten different meetings um, of, oh, so it's like supernatural. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the agency we were with or the, the production company that we had, you know, they've sold a ton of shit to HBO. They've t- sold a ton of stuff to everywhere. And they're like, yeah, it needs to be an hour long. It needs to be more dramatic. And I'm like, okay, so we're actually changing the DNA of this show, which felt bad, you know, and I, it felt bad and I didn't, but you know, you're listening to all these people who have sold so many different things. So you're thinking, okay, they know best, they know best. And, and, and what they were coming up with wasn't terrible. You know, you're never going to sign your name to something that's terrible, but it also wasn't King Falls AM. And at the end of the day, there's no King Falls AM live action show possibly because the heart of King Falls AM wasn't there, you know? Oh, I mean, like there's there's credence to be said of um, the the old saying, uh, you know, the book is better, right? So, I mean, that that in of itself, correct? Kind of, kind of what you said of like works can be, you know, gutted and and really cut down to fit that medium and fit, you know, the the mass appeal of things like that. So, yeah, I could I could well, see. The crazy part was, was like, you know, it was very exciting because here's, here's the thing too. You know, I talked about limiting yourself at, you know, when you're doing a screenplay, you have to hit a certain amount of pages, you know, yeah. Act one has to end here. Act two has to begin here, that sort of thing. So you've got this roadmap for yourself, you know, not to say there's not a roadmap for every story beginning, middle and end, but it's a, it's a, it's a more defined roadmap. The thing is when pitching King Falls AM as a TV show animated or otherwise, it was so freeing because the shackles are on as an audio drama. You can only hear what happens live on the radio. You can only hear what happens because we built that into the story. You know, we can talk about what's happened two weeks past since the Latin, since the first or 15th, but we can't show you what's happened. We can't tell you what, we can only tell you what's happened. So the fact that we could say we're not in the radio station all the time, the radio station would be our anchoring point. You know, we'd begin that episode or end an episode there, but that you'd actually be out there experiencing the mystery or the craziness or the you know the hijinks that ensue in that week was so amazingly freeing and it was it was going to be so much fun and even the pilot that, that we wrote for it um you know it was it was pretty fun and it was pretty true to what king falls am was but the crazy thing that you learn when you're out pitching to your amazons and your netflixes and hulus and all this shit is that they're not reading the script they don't give a shit what you've written in that script yes it's good that you've got this executive producer and this director and this you know this this team around you that want to do it based off your words and ideas but what they care about is like where does it fit into their line of product you know is it too similar to something somebody else's line of product so it's it's more about like you know you're seeing how the sausage is made instead of actually making a delicious meal for someone um but but yeah it was it was very it was very freeing to have the shackles off and to be able to say oh we're going to be in the car with troy oh we're going to see something happening at archie's and be able to play off of that and not have to strictly say oh it didn't happen on a call-in so you can't hear it yeah and i can see that being a completely not completely different in the sense of like you if you really wanted to like really making sure that all those major points still happened and in the sequence and the and the intensity that they do but happening in very very different ways um which is it's crazy um so i mean if it ever happens and it happens to the way that you you guys want to do it um i'm i'm there for it um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we i'm sure we would be too um yeah. you know it, 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 it ha- 
has legs. It's definitely something that could that, that definitely could have went and happened, um, you know. But so much so much of, of the actual entertainment industry, not being independent, but like trying to fit into the system now, um, is so much about luck and timing and, and so many other things rather than the idea and the talent behind it. To Kickstarter we go. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. So I don't want to hold you up too, too much longer here. We're kind of getting to the last bit. So we've talked a lot about what wasn't supposed to be uh, an interview about King Falls turned a lot into King Falls. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> well, it's um, all about creating, you know what I mean? You're absolutely. talking about the process and, and the creation process. And, and, and that's, you know, that, that was my job for five years. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? It's what I, it's what I love doing. So, and I, I got to geek out. I got to talk to Sammy Stevens. That's wild. Um, so to sort of go in a completely different direction now that we've heard about you know kyle brown the writer the voice actor the creator um let's i, I want to do something a little bit different um and throw in a little bit of a lightning round of shit that has nothing to do with writing if you're good perfect excellent perfect so lightning round just i'll give you a, a either or scenario if you want to just let me know which one you which one you prefer all right all right perfect so lightning round starting now coke or pepsi pepsi oh um or squirtle or charmander ah uh, you know what i'm gonna say charmander good choice um star wars or star trek i'm a star trek dude i like both yeah. but i'm a star trek guy yeah you are um smooth criminal michael jackson or alien and farm michael jackson <laughs> i've heard so many compelling arguments the other <laughs> way around um batman christian bale or ben affleck oh i mean i have to say christian bale but i also have this affinity for ben affleck because of the kevin smith movies so it's a problem yeah, absolutely <laughs> all right uh pizza or tacos oh shit you're coming with the hard-hitting questions um i'm god i'm gonna say tacos that's an excellent choice and that is the only correct answer um <laughs> and then finally J.R.R. tolkien or george rr R. martin oh man i don't know that i can answer this because number one i've tried to read both and neither were my cup of tea i'm not a fantasy guy but i did watch all of game of thrones and i hate watch the last three seasons of it especially the ending of it so i'm gonna say tolkien i think that's how most people yeah i think that's how most people watch the last three seasons with just like clenched fists and rage yeah, I try to be positive, you know what I mean? I try not to be negative, especially when it comes to creating, because I've seen so many people, it hurts when, you know, when, when people are, 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 you know, argumentative or they don't like what you're doing. It hurts, especially because there's no buffer. You're independent, so you're, it's going from my heart through our system to your ears, and if you don't like it, you don't like what's in there, you know what I mean? So it hurts. So I try not to be overly critical about anybody in any stage of what they are making, but goddamn, the last season of, of fucking Game of Thrones <laughs> What a waste, man. It could have been so much more. So many things built up and just led to nothing, right? Oh, gosh. Don't don't get me started. This is a whole other episode. I know it. I can feel it. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, for the folks who are listening, um, where where can folks find you, the work that you do? And, you know, and is there anything that we can expect coming from Kyle Brown, whether it be from King Falls or, you know, independently? Uh, 
you know, you can find me at, at Make Believe Kyle. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I have a residency on Twitter. I'll be there until the ends of times, which could be soon. Who knows what the world, the way the world is. Um, I, I'm very easy to get a hold of. I love having conversations, whether it be about uh, King Falls Am or especially creating, inspiring, you know, pop culture. I'm up for whatever. Um, hit me up. But yeah, I, I am working on it. It's crazy because this hiatus, we, we don't know when we're going to get into a you know a room together we don't know if we're going to get into a room together um so i've been able to you know use the last six months of being sheltering at home in los angeles to start quite a number of, of side projects and a lot of things that i'm very proud of and a lot of things that i i think will resonate or hopefully will resonate when when they're out into the world so there's a lot coming there's a lot coming and, and there's a lot of different forms of it coming so i'm very excited for what the future holds I am very, very excited to hear that. I am fully behind whatever it is you're doing because you've already shown your 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 stuff as a writer, and it's it's really poignant stuff. And I'm I'm really excited to see what you guys have coming next. What you personally have coming next? Um, maybe there's uh you know when that stuff kind of hits and is a little bit more public knowledge, we can we can connect again and, and talk about the the future. Let's connect again. I'm I'm up for any conversation. I definitely you know I I've been hosting these uh, not to hold you up, but I've been hosting these uh, I call them quarantine conversations. Uh, it's about once a month, once every three or four weeks. And it's just myself on Zoom with, you know, 40, 50, 60 other, um, you know, other other people in our community, the King Falls AM fans um, that are all trying to create something. And you're talking about people that are working in visual mediums. You're talking about people who are filming things. You're talking about people who are you know, wanting to do a podcast or writing a book. And it's been beautiful because we sit there and we talk about creating and we talk about inspiration and we talk about how to keep those fires burning and how to keep pushing through when things don't look the best and why it's important to do so and like those things have been you know a lot of what it's it's ridiculous of me to say that a lot of what we do for King Falls AM isn't beneficial to me as well like it's so crazy because the community is always like oh you know you're not like the other creators you know just sit up on a pedestal and look down you're in there with us that sort of thing and that's that's where I long to be you know what I mean I'm a fan first and foremost um, and I've met so many amazing people in this community but also so many amazing people who are trying to tell their story and god that's what lights me on fire that's what keeps my light burning is the fact that you know if you were able to listen to you know weird paranormal dick jokes uh, for King Falls AM and you said you know I can do that too god damn that that is what the legacy should be that is what that's what matters the most is not the fact that what I'm putting into the world but what is, is cre- coming from that you know from you know that you see so many actors talk to or so many people who want to act talk to noah and talk to trent and talk to so many of our other amazing actors like you know jess nurse who plays emily potter or or candace hammer who plays lily so many of these actors are so fucking technically proficient and so amazing and you'll see actors talk to them about how they do things or why they do things or the nuances of their performances and then you you know it's that's beautiful to see in its own right but then you see people who are like well how do you create? How do you do this? How, how can I do this? And that's what really gets me is because now I can help pass that on because I, I'm not any different than you, Brad. I'm not any different than anybody else. And if I can do it, if, if our team can do it, you can do it. You know what I mean? And that's what I love talking about. So we have these little quarantine conversations once every three or four weeks and we zoom and we hang out. And we, we, we talk about shared experiences and, and we turn it into a little life lesson 
then we all go back and we feel better and hopefully go create some shit. But like, that's, what's been really keeping me going the last six months and knowing that these like side projects are finally starting to, you know, they're starting to, they're, they're starting to fill out. They're starting to look like real life is going to happen and they're going to be out there and introduced to people. So, uh, it's been very exciting. I cannot close out on a better note than that. That was inspirational stuff. And I mean, coming from a personal spot, I mean, I'm, you, you know, I'm also a writer, hence why we're hosting this whole thing. Um, I, and for works that I find inspiring and really enjoy, I usually find a way to try to work those things, at least some sort of homage into my own writing. And it's really, of course, it's really enjoyable to know that, like, I know in the back of my head exactly where I'm going to plop a King Falls homage in. In a couple of my <laughs> stories, so I mean, you know, I'm I'm excited that you're excited by that, and that's just really a, a really giving and bountiful um, energy to kind of throw out to people. Um, it's so a beautiful I'm, thing, dude. It is a beautiful absolutely. thing. Absolutely, and, and you, and you I, know. I, I just, you want to be treated the way that like, you know, they say don't meet your heroes and I'm nobody's hero. Don't get me wrong. But like I met Kevin Smith and, I, and I've, I've talked to him multiple times and like he treated me like what I was working on at the time, which was King Falls AM. He treated me with absolute respect and was like, get your story out into the world. So that's what I try to, pa at a base level, that's what I try to pass out there. If you don't like what you're seeing out there in the world, if you need a story specifically for you or for what you want to see, do it. No Nobody can tell your story better than you, you know what I mean? But then to actually have like a little homage, um, you know, like, like we did episode 37 in a row, which is <laughs> a reference to clerks, um, you know, and, and there's so many other Kevin Smith references in there, but like, you know, it, it's just inspiring. And when you, when you meet somebody, you have a conversation with somebody who looms large to you. And, 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 and it's one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing and for him to say, fucking go do it, man. Um, you know, there, there, we trade an email back and forth and, and, and what he said to me he's like there's a lot of people that talk about doing it and there's people who are doing it we are doers and the fact that he said we he and i you know what i mean two different levels don't get me wrong but the fact that he included me in that empowered me so it is the least i can do to try to empower anyone else who wants to go tell their story and pass that positivity on so what you're telling me is I need to name drop Kyle Brown when I talk to Kevin Smith to try to get him on the show, right? He does not know me, and it will not remember <laughs> anything about it. But what I will say is I will know that you did that, and that is beautiful to me. But go tell that story. You know what I mean? Like, just use use whatever. It's so hard, man. Life is so fucking hard. And there's so many stupid things that you don't see coming that just smack you right in the face. So if you can make the world a little bit brighter by telling your story or by taking an angle that hasn't been seen before i'm bringing it to light my god why wouldn't you do it you know that is powerful and again i cannot close out on a better way so i am gonna end it on a high note kyle thank you so much for joining me on here it has been a blast glad um, thanks for having me man absolutely I, again we set the bar high on this one man this is the first episode eh, on I, I don't know I, I don't know if we're going to be able to match that. That's some good shit. Um, <laughs> so again, thank you um, for the for all your handles and stuff like that. If you want some more people joining your your Zoom call once a month, uh, I'll get that information from you. Throw it in the show notes awesome. below. Um, and yeah, and we'll we'll get some more people you know familiar with Kyle Brown and get you get familiar with King Falls and um, you know just slowly but surely just each other feed off each other and, and make the world a little bit better of a place make that community man and that's that's what it's all about be the light 
Absolutely. All right, dude. Well, again, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and um, hopefully we'll catch you soon. Sounds good, man. Have a good one, and Dan, thanks so much for having me. This has been the Inspiring Worlds Podcast. A special thanks goes out to my guest, Kyle Brown. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at MakeBelieveKyle. And if you haven't already, definitely go check out King Falls AM. It's definitely one of my favorite podcasts, and I bet it'll be one of yours too. Goddamn, goddamn conversations with legends. Crazy how one day your idols can turn it to your brethren. Bitches, we severin'. Hit up my jeweler, watch them freezes. Breaking bread like I'm Jesus. Money ain't everything.